The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Lots to get through on Tech Tuesday with Andy O'Donoghue. And let's start with you doing, going a bit John Gibbons for us, please. And talk to me about the number of mobile phones that are thrown away are the ones that are actually recycled each year. What do we know of this? It's an astonishing number, Matt, globally. About 5.3 mobile phones will be thrown away. I mean, it's a remarkable number. 5.3 billion. 5.3 billion, correct. There are an estimated... 16 billion mobile phones in the world and this mountain of mobile devices and other things you know from the household device or machines a washing machine toasters but tablet computers gps systems they reckon uh, we the international association uh, who look at this reckon that that will grow to about 74 million tons a year by 2030 so it's a frightening number and If you break these stats down uh, from the US to the UK and Europe and into Ireland, the estimate is that about two million unused but working electrical items are likely to be in Irish households. And each one of them potentially could be worth 50, 100, 200 euros. So it is time, as John Gibbons would say, for the circular economy. And if people can recycle these and... Uh, do better by not disposing of them, which is a dreadful way, you know, to end the life of these devices. So rather than throwing in the bin, where do you bring them? And then what can be extracted from them for value? So we have, if anybody goes to an electrical retailer, you see that they offer, they usually have these big bins inside the door where you can bring back electronic devices and they get recycled, which is very useful. The question that I would have about that is there simply aren't enough of them, Matt. And you do have to plan often a visit to an industrial estate or a retail park where these shops um, have premises. It would be a great idea if we had smaller versions of that in supermarkets around cities and towns in the country. But if those devices can get back into the system and get recycled, there are um, an amount of metals that can be extracted from them and reused, including things like cobalt and tungsten. And that is a real winner because mining those metals is an incredibly dirty and nasty business for the earth and often for the workers who produce them. Okay, let's move on. There's going to be an online safety bill which will make cyber flashing a criminal offence. Bearing in mind, well, those who might be faint of heart, what exactly is cyber flashing? Well, cyber flashing is um, the practice whereby people send unwanted uh, sexual images, generally of themselves, to people who didn't ask for them. Now, this new legislation won't outlaw what we have come to term as sexting, whereby consenting couples may send each other um, racy images of each other. However, cyber flashing, Matt, is a really big problem. And I think last year in the US, there was a remarkable survey that indicated that 53% of adult women under 30 had received unwanted images. And this happens, and I've um, heard of this happening not only on the metro in New York, where apparently there was an epidemic, but on the tube and on rail uh, services in Ireland. And this is using Bluetooth. People connect to your phone and send sordid images. 
And it's going to be criminalized and not before time. And I do hope that we follow the line of America on this, which in three states has already um, uh, enacted a law whereby civil penalties are sort of start ticking the moment that somebody is convicted also. But how difficult is it to track down the original sender or is it actually quite easy? It's not that difficult. And so if we put the technology infrastructure in place, um, mobile phones all have a serial number. And yes, they can be masked. But generally, people who do this never get caught because no one's been trying to catch them. So they should look out. And our last item, a listener says, I would recycle all mobile phones if I thought they could be wiped clean of information. Can they be? Can you do that yourself before you actually drop one into a waste basket or whatever? You, you can, and it's very reliable in your settings on iOS or Android. There is a factory reset, not just delete all data, but you want to factory reset the phone. Very reliable and worth doing. Because the listener says, I upgraded my phone last week and after hearing an advertisement about recycling electronics, I decided to send mine to uh, the UK. I'm getting £50 sterling for it, better than it sitting in a drawer at home. But I suppose if you are going to do that, make sure you set it to factory settings first. Absolutely. Factory reset. Factory reset, sorry, okay. Um, Now tell us about uh, what Meta is doing with its new headset. Meta have announced last week, they announced the MetaQuest Pro, which is their new virtual reality headset. It costs $1,500, so it's probably going to be a little bit more in euros. However... Um, it's a wonderful headset, tremendous technology that's, you know, kind of the first the first big tool that they're using as a step into the metaverse. But some people turned up an interesting addition to its to Meta's privacy policy. And there is a notice on eye tracking. And this essentially is about the fact that the camera has or the headset has inward looking cameras that will be able to monitor your face and your eyes. Now, that's going to be used to personalize your experience. Of course, we know that Meta, part of the personalization of our experience is they show us ads that we think we'll like. But this, Matt, is a huge step for, Matt, for Meta because it allows them perhaps to almost read your mind in a way. So they'll be able to know if you're smiling, if you're happy, if you're not so happy, they'll show you different content or different ads. But it also means that if you're in a virtual reality world and you glance at a pair of shoes or you look at a car and your eyes linger, they will know that. And perhaps by the time you finish playing the game, they'll have sent you a voucher for a five or 10% off. That's a bit intrusive, isn't it? Well, you can opt out. But the thing is, this is very clever by Meta, because if you opt out, you might have, you know, the big square face on your avatar in these virtual worlds, whereas the use of the cameras allows it to detect your smile and represent you and your mood and facial movements in the metaverse exactly as you're sitting there. So, you know, this kind of stuff is great fun. And I've gone to a party in the metaverse and it's wonderful fun. After 10 minutes, it's like you've always been there. But... Um, people will have to opt in and it is going to show us, I think, how we move forward with digital advertising. One final one. What's the latest on Elon Musk and Starlink in Ukraine? Well, this is fascinating because um, there was some chat 
uh, last week that Elon Musk has covered, turns out he has covered, I think, roughly half the cost of Starlink for Ukraine. Of course, recently had a, a somewhat of a diplomatic or undiplomatic spat with um, uh, with some Ukrainians. And he has been funding quite well, sorry, a lot of this. Just, just to clarify, that's because effectively he posited a peace plan which might have been written for him by Vladimir Putin after he allegedly had had discussions with Putin. Or, uh, apparently so. And what, what, what turned out, of course, is now we've heard him comment about the security of Starlink, which is the satellite broadband service that's being used in Ukraine and even on the front line. And he says that he's spending about $20 million a month on maintaining that service. And he implied in a tweet last week that he can't keep paying for it forever. However, over the weekend, he tweeted something along the lines of to hell with it and said that he will Starlink for Ukraine. So it does look like um, he's going to continue funding it. And sorry, the importance of Starlink is what? Is this giving uh, satellite mobile phone communications? It is exactly. It, it's it's giving it's giving internet connectivity to um, many parts of the country, and with thousands of terminals um, in, already in Ukraine. So there are lots of people who have been able to uh, get access to internet services. Some of them may well, of course, be civilian, but I suspect it's been incredibly important for the Ukraine uh, military and Musk. Um, I think we will probably see that the Pentagon at some point would have to start paying uh, for this out of the uh, Ukraine infrastructure fund. But Elon Musk, un- not, not unusually, Matt, completely changed his mind over the weekend. Yes, indeed. But of course, we do know <laughs> when he's changed his mind previously, he's had to go back to his original intention. Thank you very much for joining us on Tech Tuesday. Andy O'Donoghue. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, F-